Welcome to the podcast. I'm Candice Boddington, your host, an energy dealer and nutritional navigator in Cape Town, South Africa, and founder of The Bod Brand. In 2017, I made the commitment to live a holistic lifestyle to heal my anxiety, gut health, and hormonal imbalances. I truly hope that the space adds the value you seek and will give you the starting blocks to heal too. All you need to do to get started is subscribe, and you can leave the rest in our hands. We're looking forward to sharing this time together. Thank you for listening. Good day, good afternoon, good morning, everyone. I hope you're all having a wonderful day. Welcome back to the podcast. Today in studio, I have Kerry, and we are going to be speaking about human design. Hi. Thanks for having me. Thanks for putting up with my terrible technology skills leading up to this very moment. I'm glad I could help you find the record button. (laughs) It's been a time, guys. I leave for India on Friday, which is probably when I'll publish this podcast. Um, Probably be in the plane, jetting off for a month, which is so exciting. And I thought this would be a great way to end um, season one of the podcast, having you here today chatting about human design, which is something I've only recently known about. Mm. And um, Kerry was so kind to do my reading for me and we'll be discussing nuggets of mine. But I think the biggest question is, what is human design (laughs) and how did you come across it? So this is always such a scary question for me because it's such a multi multifaceted um, system of knowing yourself. So basically human design for me, it's a system of self-discovery or a tool of self-discovery and it's almost, um, it incorporates a bit of astrology in it as well as Kabbalah, the I Ching system, the chakra system and even a little bit of quantum physics and it's all got to do with learning about yourself, well knowing about yourself better, learning about yourself and kind of going back to the ba- basics of of who you really are as a person. Yeah. Um, so human design was it came about in 1987. Um, a, a man called Robert Allen Krakauer, who later called himself Ru Aru, he um, channeled human design while he was on the island of Ibiza. I know it sounds pretty wacky. <laughs> That's very curious. Yes, very curious. So he channeled it as in like. He's so, got spoken to in some Yeah, sort? so basically he did an eight-day meditation and all this information was downloaded to him from source or wherever. And he basically sat down and kind of wrote this all out. And if you've looked into human kind design... Of a little bit of goosey. I know, it's crazy. So if you've looked into human design, you know just how in-depth it is. It it's, takes astrology, it takes everything else and puts it all together. Um, to, so to think that somebody could channel this all within eight days... Um, it also crazy. being a curious number yeah of course <laughs> um, and also that it happened in 1987 which is strange because it's quite recent um, mm. like astrology is quite an ancient um, knowledge system and for this to come about now basically what uh, Ra was saying was that we need to learn about this system now of knowing ourselves and understanding other people better because as we're evolving as a human species we're getting to this place where we all need to get to know each other better and understand each other better like We've kind of gone through industrialization, we're comfortable, we have our houses, and, and some might say we're actually regressing. But we've all like evolved enough by now. choice as well. Yeah. Especially those like looking for more community based mm, exactly. um, living spaces and yeah, all of that. totally. Anyway, yeah. But we've come to a space now, I guess, where we almost all have mostly have our needs met and we kind of know where we want to go in life, and now it's kind of going in towards an inner kind of search. Um, and also because there is such a great variety of different people and there are so many of us on the planet right now, like what, 7 billion people on the planet, yeah. we're also different. We need to learn how to kind of interact with each other and understand each other better. So that I think was his main main goal and was just to help us evolve and evolve and master ourselves better. So that is the system of human design. Um, so as I said, it incorporates a whole bunch of different modalities, um, which means it's quite complicated. So if you come into human design, and as I did, I was literally told by about three people within one week at the end of last year, um, look into human design, you'll think you'll like it, and let us know what energy type you are, or you know, tell us what you think. And at this, the time, I was looking to study again. I wanted to study either life coaching, or maybe I was super interested in astrology, like I love astrology. Um, so I was looking for courses into that, but I just... Nothing was like jumping out at me. I couldn't find anything that I wanted to do or a course that I resonated with. Um, so I was like, put it on the back burner, put it on the back burner. 
And then, so a couple of my friends messaged me and they said, get into human design or, or just find out about it. We think you'll enjoy it. So I was like, oh, okay, whatever, okay, whatever. And then three weeks later, they were like, have you found out yet, Kerry? So I was like, okay, I'm going to listen. So they sent me a podcast and they sent me the link to My Body Graph, which is the main site where you find out what your human design type is. So you'll need your, kind of like astrology, you'll need your time of birth, your place of birth, and obviously your date of birth. So you have those details as accurate as possible. Um, put these details into the website. And I obviously learned my type, which is a manifesting generator. And then there was this, all this other myriad of information and signs and numbers and like connections to audio clips that you had to pay for. And I just, I didn't understand it at all. I was yeah. like, how am I going to find out about this? Because now obviously I'm curious because I'm like, what's a manifesting generator? What, is it, what does this mean? Yeah, um, like how can I work with myself instead of against myself for once? Exactly. And what's the point of this if I don't actually know anything? Yeah. Um, or I can't find out. So... I messaged a couple of my friends and they were like, okay, cool. So, you know, you're a manifesting generator. So go listen to a couple of these podcasts. Um, so the more I listened to these podcasts with human design reader, the main one that um, I was listening to was Jenna Zoe. She's kind of pioneering the human design in terms of um, our generation. I think uh, there's quite a few human design readers that are maybe our parents' generation that learned directly from um, Ra himself. That's insane. Um, yeah. Wow. Because obviously he's just recently passed away. I mean, he made his whole mission in life was to teach people about human design. So there are some people that um, learn directly from him. So there are lots of different readers and almost like astrology, everybody else, every different reader has a different way of looking at human design. I mean, the main principles are all there, but they have a certain interpretation of it. Um, and I love Jenna Zoe's way of looking at it. So she's like quite young. Um, I think she's my age or a couple of years younger. Um, no, she's a, yeah. She was born in 1987, actually, the year that Ra channeled this whole program. Oh wow! Yeah, in the same That's month as creepy. well in January. Yeah, so she's mm-hmm. I, I really trust her way of looking at things, and I love the way she interprets it. So I listened to quite a few podcasts w- with Jenna Zoe, um, and then I was just addicted. I was like, oh my word, I cannot actually cannot comprehend how much how true this rings for me and for my energy type and my profile and my gates, and well, not necessarily my gates, at that stage I was just learning about um, your actual energy type, so we have the generator, the manifester, manifesting generator, projector, and reflector, and I was just like, this is crazy, and I wanted to know what, what types all my friends were, and my mom was, and just it's listen kind to this like podcast. like a star sign. Just yeah, exactly. A little bit more. More in depth, yeah, yeah. hugely in depth, once you get into it. Also, once you get your PDF, <laughs> you <laughs> might need a weekend. <laughs> It is not a light read. <laughs> no, it's not. So I still haven't gotten through mine. So I'm hoping we can maybe grab a few nuggets yeah. from mine. Um, right. So we. So I feel like we digress there for a second. I was just going into the story of um, how I found out about human design. Yes. So so I was listening to Jenna Zoe, and I was like, okay, this is this is amazing. But because I knew I was a manifesting generator, I didn't know if it was something that I wanted to get into. Like. I felt like it would be something that I would want to study or look into. But as a manifesting generator, I'd learned that my strategy is to wait for signs in my outer reality to kind of show me the right way. So I can. it doesn't mean that I can't take action, um, but rather I should wait to take action um, to get a confirmation that something is right for me. So the one morning I was walking and I was listening to another podcast episode with Jenna Zoe. And I received a text message from my godmother who lives in Durban. And I don't chat to her very often, like maybe... Once every three months we chat on the phone. Otherwise, maybe she'll like something on Instagram. So I was like, what is she sending me? I don't, it's not my birthday or anything. So I opened the, the WhatsApp message and it was an image, a picture she'd sent me. And she was like, have you got this cookbook? It's so amazing. I picked it up at a secondhand shop randomly the other day. Um, I really think you'll enjoy it. So I opened up the picture and I, I don't know if I'm allowed to sh- swear. You can swear. You can swear. <laughs> I shit you not. <laughs> the cookbook was a vegan paleo cookbook written by Jenna Zoe. And I was like, what? I'm listening to her in my ear. This can't be the same Jenna Zoe. So I Googled and it turns out that Jenna Zoe was actually a, um, she had like a vegan food company before and she'd written two vegan cookbooks before she became a human design reader. Okay. And I was just like, I've got goosebumps. I was like, I'm listening to her in my ear. I'm wondering if I should go into human design. And now randomly across the country, my godmother sends me this picture of a book she picked up in a secondhand shop, not even like from exclusive books or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just like, okay, well, that, that for me was a sign. I was like, okay, cool. So I'm going to get into this. So I just bought a bunch of books. Um, I bought a couple of the courses online because what you'll find of human design is because it's so in-depth and hard to get into and it takes so much time. Most of the readers, obviously, if you don't book a reading with, with them, if they do provide information or courses, you have to pay. Yes. Um, yeah. And it gets quite pricey, but 
I, I really wanted to do it. So I bought a couple of courses and bought the books and I just kind of studied it and started just doing little reports for my friends and family just to practice on them. Yeah. Um, and I didn't get bored of it. So as a manifesting generator, what happens a lot with our energy type is that we get super bored very quickly. When you um, say Al, are you referring to me and you? Oh, well, you're a generator, so you're not a manifesting generator, but we do have similar characteristics. Okay. Um, but if anyone else is listening who is a manifesting generator, yeah. one of the things that happens to us is that we get bored quite quickly. We get super fired up and lit up by something, and we love doing it, and we're like, yes, yeah. I'm into this. And then a couple of months down the line, we're like, oh, next thing. And that's, that's fine. It's not a good or a bad thing. It just is. Yeah, society's conditioned us to say, no, you must stick to one thing. You must stay to be a doctor and become a doctor. And you maybe you can specialize in something, but don't veer off the path. Yes. Whereas human design is like manifesting generator. This is what you, this is what you do. Embrace it. Yeah. Um, it, would be, it would be amazing to just touch on, is it five? Five energy types. And yeah. maybe just like a trait out yeah. of each. I'm okay, just cool. pure curiosity there. Okay, so let's start um, with the generator, which is what you are, Candice. Okay. So a generator means that your sacral is defined, your sacral energy center is defined. Um, and that means you have the most beautiful access to life force or workforce energy. So you have this beautiful energy that just kind of, when you're in the zone or when you lit up by doing something, you just shine. And people want to be around you and they want to invite you to their parties to talk about whatever you're into or even just to be around you. As long as you're doing something that you're super passionate about... Even if it's working for someone else, you know, we have this concept in life that to be passionate about something, you have to have your own career or your own business. Especially now recently. Yeah, exactly. Entrepreneur, entrepreneur. I think, I think coming from, sorry to intervene for a sec, just a hot sec, I'll be in and out. (laughs) Um, I think there has been glorification around being um, someone who works for themselves, but Mm. it's very different to being an entrepreneur. They are two different Mm, things. mm -hmm. Um, And I've been seeing a little bit of confusion around that recently, like just... In people's mm. attention and maybe need for attention, really? like paying attention and and wanting attention. Yeah, I don't know. I've just seen like a very strange, yeah. well, not strange, new shift. That's interesting. In that, um, okay, sorry. Let's no, go no, back. no. <laughs> that's one of my terrible traits. I always like, I sneak in with like a comment and then I come out and then we get. But that's fine. But as a generator, if you want to be an entrepreneur, if you, if you love being an entrepreneur, if that's make you passionate, you want to start start a bunch of different businesses because that's definitely the definition of an entrepreneur wouldn't be mm. that you're not just doing one thing you're, yeah. you're not just being a graphic designer and working from home you're actually like actively starting new businesses or yes. a big business yes. um so if you're a generator and that's what drives you and makes you passionate that's awesome but also if you love numbers and you want to be an accountant and that makes you happy and you're working for um Price Waterhouse Cooper or whatever I can't remember any content <laughs> names right off the top of my head. Alex Forbes or whatever. Yeah. And if that really makes you passionate every day, then it's fine for you to work for anyone else. You know, there has been this big concept that oh, you know, it only means you're passionate if you're working for yourself or doing yes. something that you love or starting yeah. a charity or whatever. Your passion can be anything. Like just because you're a generator doesn't mean there's one thing that you love. It, it's it covers a myriad of things. If you're into health and fitness, um, or well-being, you know, as long as you're doing something that you're passionate about. You can work all day long. That's the thing about the generator. They have magnificent power, especially if it's something they're passionate about. They don't mind staying up late at night. They don't mind waking up early. As long as they're doing it, then they'll get into it. But as soon as they like lose that passion, they need to listen to that immediately and change course because there's nothing worse than having to stick to something when you don't like it anymore. Yeah. Um, manifesting generators, as I said, will immediately kind of stop, whereas a generator, they, they sometimes have this duty or, or obligation that they feel that they need to finish something is there like um, a loyalty that's maybe tied to it yeah there might be i don't know what it is and how it works with the energy but i think it's almost like the sacral energy needs to finish its cycle before oh, they I kind see. of leave like they almost feel like they, they don't want to jump off the bandwagon before it's completed okay. whereas the manifesting generator is like cheers i'm not interested <laughs> Love that. Okay. Um, unless they've been conditioned by society as well because that's another thing is basically your human design chart it's the blueprint that your soul chose for this lifetime. So it said, you know what? I want to have an open head center because I want to be open to all inspiration this lifetime. I want to learn about inspiration. I want to have an open solar plexus system because I want to um, have a non-emotional life this time. I want to be able to really um, interact with other people's emotions rather than concentrate completely on my own. So so your human design, is that based on, let's just say this, I don't, I don't know what one would call human design. Is it a theory? Is it a... Way of living is... How would you say I would say it's a a self-awareness tool. So being a self-awareness tool, would you say that it gets generated by lifetimes? 
different lifetimes, yeah. I would say, every time you come for a new life, if you're someone that believes in it, yes, reincarnation, yeah. which I do, you would choose a new blueprint. Amazing. Um, so you would almost tweak it. So you'd be like, cool, I'm going to keep most yeah. of it. But you know what? I would actually like a little bit more headspace this time. Yeah. Let's see how this one goes. Exactly. <laughs> so maybe in your last lifetime, you were a generator and you um, you did something that you're really passionate about, but you kind of had to wait um, for things to respond to. And then you're like, this lifetime, actually, I want to learn about manifesting. So I'm going to come back as a manifester. So manifestors have this ability where they are able to kind of start conversations and start projects just for the hell of it because they want to and usually it'll work out whether it's confidence or whatever we, we we owe it to usually manifestors can just go ahead and do whatever they want and it'll usually be a, a success so you could choose our oh, next lifetime i actually want to be a manifester and i want to just be able to just start things without having to worry about who am i hurting what am i worrying about um, yeah, yeah you know what impact am i having um so yeah, so that's the generator, which is you, as we've spoken about. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have the manifester, which we've also tapped a little bit into now. Yeah. So a manifester has a defined throat center, which is all about communication, but it has a direct line um, or a channel connected to one of the motor centers. Um, and that enables them to have the energy to kind of manifest things. So you, we manifest with our throat, really, because manifesting is all about communication and, and bringing something out into the world. So manifestors are these like magical beings, and there's only 8% of them out of the whole population um, who are able to just start things however they, however they want to do them. Um, they'll use their magic uh, powers of communication and be able to just start a relationship with someone or entice a bunch of people to follow them to lead. You know, They were the people that started the wars back in the day. They were the leaders. They brought about global change or, or change in a country. Um, it's a terrible example of a manifesto, but Donald Trump is a manifesto. Yeah. It's that kind of, not necessarily an ego, but almost like a confidence in themselves. Mm. Um, and sometimes they're not even aware of it. It's like a magnetism that they're not even aware of. They're just so used to it because they were born like that. Um, and people will just follow them and listen to them and be like, okay, well, if she says that's a good idea, I think we should all do that. Yeah. So it's quite... Um, it's and quite it, a lot of power. It's a lot of power and it's a very intense energy. Um, especially if you're a parent of a manifesting child. And that's another great thing about human design is learning about the energy types of your children and how you can parent them to better suit their energy type and to help them embrace all their strengths and to work with their weaknesses. I hate saying strengths and weaknesses because I don't think there's good or bad. There are certain vulnerabilities that you might have as a manifester. So a manifestor's vulnerability, for example is that they're not so good at, although they're good at communicating and getting people to listen to them, they're not good at informing those close to them every day of what they're doing. So that sounds see- like my boyfriend. <laughs> no, not in a yeah. mean way. Like he yeah. literally was like, I'm going to start a company and six months down the line, he started three factories. He's got oh like word. 60 staff underneath him and he's working with Corona. I feel like I'm bragging about wow. it. He built the JB Open, like work some big events like rocking the daisies and i was just like whoa like in the six month period it just turned around and i was like holy crap but he just has this confidence that what he's doing is what what he's doing yeah but he won't come home and be like this is actually what's happening at work Mm. and this is what's making me feel like Mm. a bit stressed and i don't think it's a male thing i think it's a manifest thing yeah because my one of my best friends is a manifester and she's amazing she's also literally just turned 30 she's got a huge company with she's got with a partner they have almost like 90 clients it's, it's um hope she doesn't mind me talking about this online i won't we, mention her yeah, name we don't we don't know who you are but you go girl <laughs> yeah she is such a girl boss and she's got like 91 clients and it's an amazing company and she's always off like meeting new clients and socializing with new clients and like signing up new clients but she often like doesn't answer her phone or she won't answer whatsapps or emails from the people closest to her yeah so like her loved ones her husband her best friend um (laughs) shameless plug call me (laughs) her colleagues sometimes will be like hey you didn't answer my whatsapp i needed your help to look at this report for example i don't know what they do um and you didn't answer my message for the whole week and now i'm quite upset with you and like she'd get feedbacks at meeting that she's bringing all this amazing work and she's like trailblazing for the country and the company but like the people at work were like, you didn't answer that email and I really needed your help with talking oh, to that yeah. client. So actually almost manifestors can sometimes put speed bumps in their own path to success or their own like speed train to success. Because of that tunnel vision. Yeah, almost. because someone will can, can cause a big issue. If you don't communicate what you're doing every day, your husband can be like, we need to go to therapy now. You've ignored me for the past week. You don't know what's going on in my life. And I actually don't feel like we're, we're actually married. And now 
this is now you now they have to slow down and go to therapy and sort their husband out for a month until they can get back on the path. Mm. Whereas if in the beginning they just sat down with their husband every night over a glass of wine and said, "Hey babe, what are you up to today? I'm up to this. Cool, so let's just, share." Yeah. yeah. So again, like another tool to help mm. find balance in your life. Not that balance is achievable. I'm a mm. Libra. I know it's not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we strive for it. Just imagine. But it is just about acknowledging. There, that there's just small tweaks that can be made to yeah. make both you and the people around exactly. you and that's have what I love. a fulfilling life. Mm. And that's what I love about human design because it's not just a personality thing like the Enneagram or astrology that says, Candice, this is what kind of person you are and this is what you do. Human design gives you a toolkit. So you know as a generator, you need to, when you come to making big decisions in life, you need to wait to respond to things in your outer reality. Um before you say yes to things, uh, before you just jump into things. So that's part of your toolkit for, for life. Um, so with any decision, whether it's moving house or making a new friend or starting a new passion project, you need to kind of visualize about it and, and wait for a sign in your outer reality, like I did from my godmother. That, that for me mm. was a sign. Or it could be someone as simple as someone saying, Candice, I've got this amazing job offer for you. And you'll be like, Ooh, okay, yeah, that's cool. I want to do that. Um, rather than like you approaching people and saying, yes. can I work with you? Can I work for you? Da, da, da. Yes, you almost yes, need yes. to like shine your own light and wait for people to you know, like give you, yeah, basically invitations. Um, that's, yeah, that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that doesn't mean you can't start your own thing and, no, and no, after no. your own thing will, will be a success, but it just, it helps you make decisions like that throughout your life. And then of course, the other part of your toolkits um, in human design is your authority. Um, so yours is a sacral authority, which is often the case with generators. Um, and that's also just another decision-making um, tool that you can have. So as um, someone with sacral authority, which I also have, it's trusting your gut, basically. Oh, yeah. Completely. And it's in the moment. So yes. when someone says to you, Candice, do you want to promote this chocolate bar or whatever? If you immediately have a feeling inside of you, an expanding happy yes or like an excited tingly feeling yes then you can say yes straight away but if it's a mm, as soon as there's like any doubt or and it's often is um it comes in an auditory way like you almost want to say yes or uh uh-huh or uh uh-uh so if it's a yes or no immediately like that's what you go with so you kind of go with that gut feeling of yes or no when you come to making decisions so it's waiting for something to respond to and then when that thing comes for you to respond to that someone's asked you about or You've so seen a that, sign. That in, in, like innate instinct mm. feel, like response and listen yes. to that. And it's from the body. It's tapping into what your body says. The biggest thing about human design and humans, basically, is we've all been conditioned by society that we need to make decisions with our mind. We need to sit down and write a pros and a cons list and no, 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 mm-hmm. yes, yes, yes. And let's think about this before you rush into anything. But often the answer is inside us already and it's from our body telling us what it's a feeling we have inside. I mean, no decision should really ever made from, from the mind. It should. This is what human design teaches anyway. It's made from your emotional center or for us as um, generators of sacral authority. It's made from the gut. Um, for others, it might be... Yeah, so there's, a, there's, different, there's like 11 different authorities. So I won't be able to get that into no, that no, right no, now. No, no. Yeah. We can always do a part two. So we've, we've, we've covered three... Okay. Of the of the um, human design. Of the, the energy types, yes. yes. So after manifester and generator, we've, we've spoken about manifesting generator a little bit, which is my one. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a hybrid of manifester and a generator together. So a manifesting generator has the workforce energy of the generator, and then they also have the communication manifesting power of the manifester. So whilst they cannot quite go out exactly like a manifester and just go and do what they want, they do need to wait to respond um, like a generator. Um, once they are going, they have this amazing ability to just kind of go like full on ahead, whereas a generator has more of a deliberate process. So they will kind of plan, once they've decided what they want to do, a generator will plan and kind of scheme and connect, whereas a manifesting generator, they just will research everything, study everything, and set up the the business and the website and the podcast or whatever within two two days. They'll be like, okay, cool, I've done this. I've learned it all. Um, What often happens is the manifesting generator almost like, skim reads yeah. um, whereas the generator is like no I'm going to study everything I'm going to know everything yeah. so often what happens with, with manifesting generators is that they'll start a whole new business and then realize that they might have missed a step so then they'll have to kind of go back but that's completely fine that's just how we are um, like manifesting generators are here to show everybody um, that there isn't like a linear way of living in life um, they're completely like non-linear beings in a linear world we, 
we wanted to have like 16 different projects on at the same time plus be a mom plus and we actually do yeah (laughs) (laughs) and people will be like whoa slow down like concentrate on one thing at once like concentrate on studying one thing and and manifesting generators are like boring like literally they're bored if they only do one thing at a time whereas a generator is happy to do one thing at a time as long as they're passionate about it and it's lighting them up yeah a manifesting generator can sometimes just get really frustrated if they only have to do one thing all day um so yeah they really are kind of like the unicorns um showing people that there's more than one way to live life you don't necessarily have to study and then um, become a doctor and then just stay or a lawyer and then just stay in that path for yes. the rest of your life yeah so that's the MGs, and then... <laughs> they Sounds like, so gangster. <laughs> the MGs. And then we have the projectors. So projectors are also not super rare, but they're quite rare. I think they're about 20% of the population, or the 20 or 30%. Um, and the projectors are here to be the guiders. They're like the guidance counselors for everybody. They're super, super wise about everything. They see structures, and they see processes, and they see people, and they kind of see the potential and what can be changed um, in order for that person or that business to reach its highest power or highest way of being. Um, what's really frustrating for projectors are, is uh, because they know so much and they are so wise, they can sometimes come across as being um, giving unsolicited advice, mm. um, being know-it-all sometimes. I, I, I'm not saying this like this comes from the be- best intentions, but um, say if you're at a party and a projector sitting there and thinks that person needs to do that with their hair. And then they'll look like that. Just yes, using a yes, 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 yeah, yeah. Hey, you, <laughs> <laughs> you really need to like, maybe put some highlights in your hair. Like this is completely like a yeah, vanity is, thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that person will be like, excuse me. Like who do you think <laughs> you, you are you think right you now? Are, actually, and what are you talking about? Um, so obviously I'm referring to more of a deeper level. So say you have a projector that's a friend of yours and can see you going through a really tough time. Perhaps you... I don't know, going through a divorce or you're having some kind of personal issue, a projector might want to give you advice all the time or tell you to do something. But the best thing for a projector to do is to wait for someone to ask for the invitation. Mm. So they need their strategies to wait for an invitation. To learn how to hold space, basically. Yeah, basically to learn how to hold space when that space is needed. And, and in all terms, whether that's relationships, business, work, whatever it is. Um, you know, because everybody has a different talent. Like one projector might be really good at pers- at psychology or being a, a therapist or a healer. Another, I have a projector friend who's an amazing businesswoman. She's so good at like looking at businesses or looking at small businesses and seeing what they need to change in order to do well. Like where where they're working, that they're wasting money and where, where they could kind of spend their time on saving money. So they all have these different talents. But what it, the main thing they need to realize is that they need to wait for the invitation. Um, and that's not to say that they must just sit there in an action, and in, in action, sorry, and mm-hmm. not do anything. Um, it's not a passive thing. Like as long as they're kind of living what or speaking about what they love doing, but in a way that is more like sharing rather than telling. Yes. So for example, for projectors social media is an amazing thing because they can sit on their own little website or on their blog or their Instagram page and they can talk about what they love, whatever it is, whether it's dogs or I don't know. Um, and people will come to them because once when they are talking about what they love and sharing about what they love, they almost become an authority because they are so wise, mm-hmm. inherently wise, and people will just be drawn to them and eventually they will become that authority because people will recognize that and then they'll walk into a room and people will be like, okay, I'm going to go ask for her help or I'm going to ask what she thinks. Um, so yeah, it's just kind of learning to keep themselves in check. So they're not almost, um, imparting knowledge or wisdom without being asked for that invitation first. Yeah. And it's not coming off as aggressive, but helpful. Yes, exactly. Like two very different yeah. emotions that you would feel. Exactly. <laughs> Cause they can. Yeah. Um, I think I know one or two. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very specific personality trait. And normally like, luckily I, I've learned over the years to not take on people's projections. Mm, exactly. That's why they're the projector. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I can notice someone who's very fiery mm. and they've got that temperament of a projector. Yeah. And I'm just like, remember, that is not your shiz. That is their shiz. You <laughs> yeah. don't need to take their shiz on, like, physically, because yeah. that's what I do. I physically feel, like, yeah. people's energies because I'm, um, I always forget the word. Empath? 
that one. That's what you are. You've got an open solar plexus. Yep. See, there we go. <laughs> and I've always physically felt people's energy. And mm. I think that's why when I was personal training, I did do a really good job of it. Mm. Because I literally could feel the shift. And when a shift needed to like come back up or go back down, I could uh, physically yeah, feel totally. it. Totally. Um, but it is very draining. Yeah. So when my health took an impact... I took a step back and I was like, okay, I've loved that season of my life, but like a generator, mm -hmm. it pushed me to the point <laughs> where you're having to close it. And now I'm starting my next journey by going to study yoga um, in India Which on is Friday. So exciting. So I'm crazy. So excited for this. So that's mine. I literally had to like wear myself yeah. down, like you mentioned. That's exactly what generators, what ends up happening with generators, yeah. For the next mm. season to take its place mm. and to, to feel that excitement again about what I'm doing. And are you excited? Which I am. Yeah. I'm very excited. Exactly. When, we, when I was talking to you on the phone the other day and you said that you were going to... Um, in the end that you said that you just made that decision like that mm. there's something else in your chart that i read about this morning um that completely was like oh wow that confirms that your human design is so correct i can't remember what part it was no I mean, it might be one of your channels um oh my gosh no i didn't write it down this morning but I, I remember thinking it on the phone when I, uh, when i read it afterwards and i was like this is completely what Candace does. This is what she'll do. Once she's been pushed too far and then she makes a decision and you'll make it like that. Yes. Literally also probably listening to your gut. Oh yes, it was listening to your gut. Don't yeah. Your sacral authority. When you said to me that you saw it online, you found the thing online and you didn't even really think twice about it. You're just like, that sounds amazing. I'm just going to go with it. Yeah. And you book straight away. That was probably your sacral gut center going like, yes, yes, yes. This is the right thing to do. Yeah. I mean, like it's, I'm, I can't say it's, it's perfect every time. No. I'm, I've definitely screwed up a few times. Maybe because I haven't been listening to it properly. But um, when I, in my head, made mm. the choice that I'm going to India and I'm going to go study yoga and this is what I'm doing. Once I had made that choice and I envisioned a path, basically. Normally, I am incredibly indecisive. But because of my just nature, I mm. always try and look at two sides of a story, two mm. options, mm. two everything. Yeah. It's just in my nature to have a just way of even making a choice. Are you taking that from your human design chart or are you just taking no, it from your head now? You know no. that literally says that on your human design chart. Oh, no. I haven't read it. I haven't read the whole thing. Sorry. Disclaimer. <laughs> it's fine. You've got an open head center. Is it open head? Oh, no. Um, your open head center and your open Anya center, which is your rationalization, um, that means that you're very open to all different ideas and you're very, as you said, just. Yeah. You don't have any judgment and you want to listen to all sides. It's very hard for you to become dogmatic about one thing. No, yeah. Yeah, Impossible. like you will always be like, but what about that person that that happened to? Or what about yes. that person's opinion? What about that? You'll always weigh up all the options and have space for everybody rather than being like, for me, I've got a closed Anya system. So I was like, I want to be a vegan and that's what I'm going to be. Yeah. And I was like, there's no other system. <laughs> and I know this makes me probably sound terrible, but this is who I am. Yeah. And I was like, literally, it'll have to be a major life event for me to be like, okay, I don't believe in this theory anymore. Because I did all the research. I did what and, 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 and I was like, <laughs> I formulate things. Yeah. This equals that equals that. I'm very rational and I'm like okay well that's what I'm going to trust and believe in and that's what I'm doing now whereas someone like you might be like oh, I can understand the vegan but I can understand this and actually what about this face or what if this happened to you would you know yeah, so basically we options. go nowhere <laughs> 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 no it's a good thing anyway you were saying so when I made this choice for the first time there was no other way and that's yeah. when I knew it was right yeah because there is no other part in the movement side of my life mm. To go forward. Yeah. So I've I done was it just, all. I was like, well, this is it. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't see another choice for myself. And that was very reassuring. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh. Okay. We've definitely read off. So <laughs> we are on projector from projector. Okay. Yeah. So as I was saying about the projectors is, um, like you said, you mentioned that they can have a fiery personality. Um, often this will happen with a projector that hasn't. Um, had the chance to kind of express themselves a lot so they, they might feel like they need to jump in um, but a lot of projectors don't necessarily have that fiery temperament what happens is that they can sometimes get almost dejected because people don't listen to their advice and it's not because people don't want to listen to their advice it's because the way they're giving it is a little bit challenging for people and they just actually like disregard them and then they have almost like this feeling of frustration or irritation and then they sometimes will just completely like stop giving any advice which is terrible because we need projectors generators manifesting generators we need projectors to show us the way they're the ones that will come into our business and be like you need to work on that you need to work on that you're not concentrating on that 
or they'll look at you and be like, Candice, you need to, or they'll listen to your story and they'll be like, okay, you need this kind of therapy or, you know, they can just kind of see the answers for everything. So very, very special, important people to have. Mm-hmm. Um, they're the guidance for, for, for the rest of us and for the manifestors. And then the last one is the reflectors. Well, I've never worked with a reflector. If you are a reflector, please message me. I will do everything for you for free because <laughs> I don't have much experience working with reflectors. I've never come across one. They're 1% of the population. So as you can imagine, super rare. A reflector has absolutely no definition in their charts in terms of their energy centers are not defined. So this would all be white. So um, as you can see on your chart, Candice, your energy centers, your throat, your identity, your spleen, your sacral, and your roots are all lit up. They're colored in. A a reflector would be completely white. Um, So all their centers are open, which means that they're open to influence from everybody. Um, If you can imagine all your energy centers going at the the same time, Candice, if you've got a defined identity center and I have an undefined identity center, I'm going to pick up on your energy, your identity energy, and I'm going to amplify it. So when I'm around you, I will feel like I have a strong sense of identity and a strong sense of self. Oh. So if you imagine a reflector, they don't have any definition here. So they, or any, yeah, any closed centers. So when they're around other people, they just pick up stuff all the time. So if they're around someone that's... Do they that's, keep any of it? They can. They need to, that's something they really need to learn to be in life. Is, is they need to become wise about who they interact with. They need to make sure that they have a strong, good core of friends. Um, you know, sometimes we're born in... Uh, this sound, doesn't sound great. Sometimes we're born into families that might teach us lessons, but they're not necessarily a good family for us. It's not you our know, lessons to learn. Always. Yeah. Um, they need to surround themselves with friends that really understand them and kind of give them good advice, and just kind of like be a really good support system for them because they, they just literally don't have a, um, they don't, they almost don't have an internal compass like the rest of us do. They need to kind of realize that they're here to show other people and to learn about themselves, like almost what needs attention in the world. So if a, if the, if you're with a project, if, if, if a reflector is in a group of people and it's not a healthy group of people, for example, I don't know, I'm just going to... Just make up stories. Make up stories. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. Maybe they're hanging out with a crowd that's into drugs and partying. Like the reflector won't have that strong sense of self to be like, you know what, I actually don't want to be a part of this. I'm going to remove myself from this, this, this crowd. They'll actually be the one that takes and then probably do get the most influenced by it until they actually end up in rehab. And then that crowd of friends will be like, oh my gosh. Like, how did that happen? What are we actually all doing with our lives? So they're almost there to to teach us about the societies and the communities that we're in, whether it's a healthy community or a growing community. Wow. Um, That's a big burden for such a... It is, but they're also... percentage of humans. (laughs) (laughs) I make it sound like a burden, but it actually is a beautiful thing because they're learning to become wise about who they're interacting with. So we must remember, obviously, whatever um, human design we we choose, it's all about learning lessons in this life. So their lesson will be literally to make sure that they have that strong base of friends um, and that they kind of really... Their strategy in life is to take 28 days to make a decision. So they're kind of known as the lunar That's my people. Lucky <laughs> oh, really? And it's the same as the moon cycle. Yeah. It's 28 I, days. I didn't even know. It just started following me. And I'm, I'm not even joking. Like, Luke was like, what the hell? We both started getting freaked out because um, uh, the time, um, house numbers we visited, um, <laughs> the bull. Like everything, and they just okay. and they got to a point where it was actually happening too much. That Luke and I were like, and I said to him, I was like, I actually feel scared. I was like, I don't know if this sounds weird, but <laughs> I feel really scared. He's like, can't just look up the number and what look is it? what it's an angel number. It oh, means amazing. you're on your right path. Oh, wow. So obviously, whatever I was doing at that point, mm. it started showing up even more because it was like, cool, you're here, yeah, you're yeah, here, you're doing it. And I was like, oh my gosh, and I was running away. I was like, oh my gosh, I don't want to be here. What is this? Um, and then I figured out obviously what it was, and now I get very excited. When you see that number. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. That's, oh, that's such a cool story. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so 28 is the lunar cycle, and that's how long um, reflectors have to wait to make a decision, which can be quite frustrating, obviously. It's a very long time. Mm. Um, but it just is because if they try and make a decision in the moment, they're going to be influenced by the people around them and making that decision. They won't be doing it from, from their, their own core. And for their best interests. Yeah, for their best interests. So they really do need to kind of um, take their time with making decisions. However, if they do have that good support system and those friends that really know them well, then they can kind of tap into that support system. But however, it's always advised they do really wait a lengthy amount of time. Um, yeah, and they, they, they're just the people that are here to show us like the health of the planet and, and 
the health of society and how we're all doing like they will literally be the ones that take on the most impact um if there's anything unhealthy or untoward happening in a society or a community because they'll people. illuminate that yeah exactly they'll yeah. illuminate and shine it so those are the five different energy types i mean i could go into it for much longer they're so yeah that's just the tip of the iceberg and literally the thing about the energy type is it's not your personality, as I was saying in the beginning. Mm. You can have a generator with a million different kinds of, of personalities. It's literally how your body uses energy in the world. So, oh, I love that. Yeah, That's you can't nice just way, say... Yeah. So it's our yeah. body's way of using the energy in the exactly. world. Exactly. And how best to use that energy, to harness that energy for us to do better in life. Um, to and make to better enjoy decisions. this lifetime. I think exactly. That's the biggest thing that I get from numerology, um, astrology, and human design, and even going to a kinesiologist mm. is... Just embracing, like you said, mm-hmm. the person that I am, mm-hmm. but enjoying the ride at the same time. Because exactly. I know this sounds really intense and in-depth, <laughs> this comment I'm about to make, but a lot of the time I get very overwhelmed and very underwhelmed by life. Mm-hmm. And I have to, this is how I bring myself back. And I always say, but what if this is heaven? Mm. Oh, exactly. Like, what if we are experiencing the best yeah. right now? But we are so consumed by like overstimulation mm. and what comparison should, could, would, blah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. that we're forgetting that this could potentially be freaking amazing right now mm. if we just allowed ourselves to enjoy it. And these tools, yeah. I feel, have helped me exactly be so present and just enjoy the process and the ride and not necessarily just what I think I should be or do and have all those fun things. Completely. And in human design, like like I said, it's... It does display maybe some vulnerabilities in your charts, but nothing in human design is good or bad. We're, mm. we're here to learn lessons, and whether you have a bad experience or a good experience, um, that's all part of the journey and the things you need to learn in this lifetime. I mean, if we all came to Earth perfect and we had the perfect career already planned for us and the perfect friendships... Like, it would what be would called we... Sims. <laughs> yeah. Well, not mine. <laughs> and we'd all be in a mental home because we'd all be completely bored. And I don't know, what would we be doing? It's just... Yeah, you know um so yeah i completely agree with you that is such a beautiful way of looking at it yeah i or it helps me when i'm having (laughs) stranger days um okay so we've spoken about the different energy types we've basically touched on why one would use human design we've gone over my charts i feel like throughout i don't know if there's any Mm. juicy bits that you want to talk about um so how much time do we have left (laughs) we have a very hot second so let's quickly actually see if we've got any questions we haven't covered on social media i think that would be a good one to look at quick sticks because i don't know how long those would end up being so what is human design is obviously obvious (laughs) one Let's just, let's pick one really good one, just because we are running a bit short on time. How can knowing your design help you mentally, physically, and emotionally? Do you think we covered that? I think we've covered that, but I haven't really gone into, for example, which with every single different design, um, particularly with your energy type, it can really help you with your health and with your relationships. So there'll be information within your chart about, for example, how much sleep you need to get, yeah. how you go to sleep at night, whether whether you need to just jump into bed or whether you need a ritual before you go to sleep. For example... Pro- I need a ritual. <laughs> <laughs> projectors especially... As, yeah, projectors need to kind of really take their time getting into bed in terms of they need to lie down flat horizontally for at least half an hour before they go to bed, whether that is they're reading and watching TV or they're lying in their bed already just journaling... They need, and it's very specific and it sounds very weird, but they need to be lying flat for at least half an hour before they actually close their eyes and sleep. Whereas a generator, yeah, we can have the ritual of the bath and whatever, but we don't need to lie down. We can mm. just jump into bed and then like close our eyes and sleep. Yeah. Um, so they're those kind of things that have to do with health. And then of course, there's also um, eating for your type. So there's also... And do you get into that? Hey, I, I just touch on it because obviously I cover everything from your channels to your gates. Yeah. Eventually I would like to go... You know, if you wanted to book with me and be like, I just want to talk about, or I just want to learn about my health, then I could kind of go into that completely. But at the moment, what I'm doing with my reports is that I do a huge general overlook of your entire um, chart from your energy type to your profile, to your channels, to your gates. I touch on health and I touch on sleeping and, and, and diet a little bit. So everything you said now is yes. what would be in their report? Yes, yeah. 
Um, for example, when it comes to food, generators and manifesting generators have a great digestion, um, a fast digestive system. So they are more able to kind of eat what they want, when they want, because they have that fast energy, metabolism, life force energy going. Whereas projectors and um, reflectors have to kind of eat small little meals like throughout the day rather than like one big one between one and three big meals a day you know what would be super fascinating Mm -hmm. is i'm going to go study it now i've got a general sense of it but integrating human design and ayurveda oh i think that could be very interesting that's very very interesting so i'm going to go and study now ayurveda Ayurveda and yoga uh, is that what you're studying now no that's what i'm going to go do in india so i'd like to do it at source basically Mm. Ayurveda is the, to my understanding, the living part of yoga. Yes, yeah. Um, so I think together they could be amazing. But imagine putting human design on top of that. Okay. What amazing. one would yeah. calculate, would be, I guess, yeah. in a way. Because you would be bringing in the actual elements, like mm. fire, wind, because um, that's essentially what the doshas are. They're made yes. up of the elements. But with the numbers as well. Yeah, well, bringing in also almost like the way you need to be eating your food. Because in human design, it never really says like you should be eating a specific kind of protein or whatever. It just kind of says when you should be eating and how much. Yeah. Um, I know, for example, projectors aren't supposed to eat a a lot of protein. A lot of protein. Um, whereas uh, generators and manifesting generators often eat a lot more protein. Mm. Um, but like it doesn't really get into specifics like that. So to put it into Ayurveda, I, sorry, I didn't realize you were actually studying that as well as the yoga. Yeah, yeah, That's I, haven't told, I haven't told any. Well, now I've told everyone. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I but I I found so much um, from it when I was first diagnosed with Hashimoto's, okay. um, and I wanted to eat in a way that was um, very conscious but not restrictive. Yeah. Um, mm. Because I do come from a restrictive eating mm. um, way. And I wanted to just really understand it. And that helped me a lot. And then, yeah, I just, I literally just thought of this now. It's nothing mm-hmm. I've thought any longer of. But it just, it would be a very interesting yeah. way of looking at stuff. That's so interesting for me that you came from a restrictive eating background. Because obviously as a generator, you're the one energy type that's supposed to eat what you want, when you want, and how you want. So that just well, shows society. society's conditioning. Yeah. You see, so if, yeah, you know, if, if your mom, uh, if your parents had brought you up, um, knowing that you were a generator child, like I know my child, Emmy is also a little generator. Um, I don't force her to eat what I think she should eat. Like if she wants, and it's probably going to sound really unhealthy to everybody, but if she wants a biscuit, I give her a biscuit. If she wants, and she loves her greens um, mm. as well, she she devours steamed veggies. Like I literally just put a bunch of green veggies into the pot, steam it, and then I put uh, lemon juice and salt on, and she'll just sit there and chow. But if she doesn't feel like it, she doesn't feel like it. I'm mm. not going to force her because she's a generator. It's, it's just it's, her it's, her, it's just her way of, of eating. And she runs around like a crazy little thing, and I encourage <laughs> that too because that's what generators need to do. They need to run around all day, keep busy, and then sleep hard at night. So, yes, that's yeah. exactly me. I have to run myself <laughs> down. If I don't, yeah. That's why if I don't work out, I don't sleep. That's Because I physically have to like feel that release mm. like I, it's almost as if i have blockages all in me yeah. and when i work out yeah. they've now found like a path to flow and it's, it's not like they get out of me they just yeah. flow better everything flows better when i move manifesting generators and generators are literally if you can imagine a glass jar and there's a lightning bolt inside it ricocheting <laughs> around that's what we are because we have all this energy we need to kind of quell that kind of energy every single day literally what the best thing that you can do health wise as a generator and a manifesting generator is to exercise mm. every day um and not necessarily like stretching like exercise like go for a long walk like cardio kind of exercise mm. and that'll make you sleep better yeah. often all my generator friends who i know that have insomnia don't exercise yeah, so that's that's what happens. I mm. have to limit caffeine mm. and exercise. And I mean, on that eating thing, which is so mm. funny when you're saying you just eat what you want. I mean, I actually eat the most boring meals on like in yeah. Gen Gen. Like not not when I'm like creating mm. content for a company and mm. there's like a super fancy breakfast. Yeah. Um, a lot of the time, like for breakfast this morning. I just had two pieces of cut sourdough, nothing on it. I was just craving sourdough and I had black coffee. Yeah. Like I actually thrive off very bland As long food, as it's what you love. But in big amounts. Yeah. Yeah. It's so weird. Like I just listen to my body. Anyway, so just rounding off now. Um, 
I think it would be really great for anyone to know what kind of packages you possibly give. Okay. So if they are yep. interested sure. to get their human design read, then okay. they know what they're asking for. Okay, cool. <laughs> so at the moment, I started off doing just one package where I would do a personalized audio clip, um, obviously, of your personal human design. Um, but I've decided now that I want to do three different packages. Um, so the first package is where you just receive your PDF report. So that would be for like people that want to learn about human design, that maybe know a bit about it already, um, but they don't want to to um, pay the amount to have like a personal thing done. They get their personal PDF report, but they don't have my input put into it. Um, so that's the first option. And then the second package is a PDF clip again. I'm sorry, the PDF document all about their personal charts. And then it comes with an audio clip that kind of introduces the concept of human design and chats about all the different um, aspects of your chart. And then the last one, um, the third package is um, the biggest package. And that's where you get your PDF document. You get the intro to human design audio clip. And you get a personalized audio clip by me where I go through your entire chart and kind of just pick out the things that I think are most important to know about your own personal chart and explain things a little bit as well. I would highly recommend option three, though, because that's <laughs> the one you sent me. And I think if I received a PDF without that, I wouldn't have been, like you said, if you know a bit about it, it would make mm. sense. But if you don't know anything about it and yes. you really want to understand it, like a full yeah. encompassing understanding of it, option three is... Definitely the one to oh, no, go. I sent you option two, I Did think, you? which was the, the audio clip, the intro, and then the PDF. Oh, okay. Um, then definitely go for option three, because <laughs> then you won't take as long. Yeah, long and then you'll get my audio clip as which is more personal. But obviously, we've sat now and gone yes, through a little bit yeah. of it. But I think option one, um, the cheaper one, is probably for students that have the time to sit online and research human design, yeah. but actually don't have the money to go do the courses and buy the book. So they could get their whole chart done for me on the PDF document for them to read through at their own leisure. Um, whereas I'd say option three is probably for like busy people like you and myself, career women or moms or whatever. They don't have time to do that research and they just want to know about themselves mm. and in an audio clip and a PDF thing that they can, can check into. Yeah, the yeah. audio clip is so clever. As well. <laughs> okay, ending off. I always ask one question. Hmm. Oh, <laughs> shock, horror. Um, and it's, it's actually, it's not that scary. Um, what would you tell your 16-year-old self today? Well, looking back from a human design perspective, I would have told her, stop worrying about what you're going to study, because I remember I was under huge pressure to choose something to study. Um, I would have been like, embrace your manifesting generous, <laughs> generator side and just go with what feels good in the moment. Um, and just take your time with things. Like, things work out as they're supposed to, you'll meet the right people in life, you'll do the right things in life, and everything everything will eventually work itself out, and you'll just be doing what you love, um, and spend less time worrying about that, and just trust a little bit more um, in what the universe has set out for, your, for you in this life and this path. I love that. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming today. <laughs> Pleasure, Candice. Um, Thank you for having me. I definitely think, think we need a part two. <laughs> um, we'll do question get, and answers. <laughs> yeah, we, we actually only got to one question, but it's fine. We got most of the nuggets in. Um, we will see you again sometime soon, possibly in India. We mm. don't know. <laughs> One day. <laughs> All right. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. Bye. Hey, everyone. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I want to listen to you, too. So if you have any questions or ideas of dream guests, I'm all ears. I'd love to hear from you. Stay tuned for the answers to your questions and to hear your dream guests on this podcast. Send your questions and requests to candice.buddington at gmail.com and I look forward to connecting with you on a much deeper level. Bye.